sauce, but I'm still in like I'm filmic. But you still stick, flipping birdies real quick for the music. Get the meal quick to the table, get your belt, but can't remember how to feel shit. Take a real hit to the ego. Pop a pill, sip, no placebo. Now that real shit you said you people. Make you real sick, play the people. Now that hell shit becoming lethal. Hey, see, I've been falling back, watch a game from a distance. Nose please, oh, bees from the children. Uh, no fees, cold feet when it's finished. Uh, no peace in the streets that we live in. I can't say shit that'll make y'all change So I'ma stay rich in the good y'all claim Forever rich in the cut, it's a rap Ain't talking about the cash, but we keep it in the bag, no cap Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen It's your boy King Diamond Eye and AB Guapo This is for real, this is opening the season 5 um, Of course, your boy's in this namaste mode right now um, With my little hair, you know, I'm the yoga teacher out here um, Nah, but um, glad to be back I definitely missed this. Um, kind of was a little depressed that, you know, we had to end last season, but I'm, I'm rejuvenated. I'm refreshed. Uh, what about yourself, AB? I'm doing good, man. I'm very refreshed after our trip. Um, it was a good time. I had a good time. Uh, definitely enjoyed you know, spending time just with everybody and just hanging out and not really having a care in the world. So that was cool. Um, and yeah i'm ready to start season five hopefully you know it's another good one and we get a lot of new viewers and the viewers that we've had following with us i hope you guys can continue to enjoy the content um but do got a lot of stuff planned for this season so uh we hope you guys enjoy um definitely so absolutely so how was your off season let's start with that we always start with the off season uh you know, any major things that happened? Any, any? No, mine was good. Um, let's see. I went to Disney once. That was cool. Uh, Disney World's Disney World. You know what I'm saying? They got the uh, Food and Wine Festival. I don't know if you've ever been to that or heard of it. Uh, it goes from like usually like May to October. And so like you can get, like, you can try a whole bunch of different drinks from different countries and food and stuff. So that was really cool. We went down there. We did that. That was cool. Uh, went home for Christmas. So got to hang out with the fam. I went home for Thanksgiving as well. So got to eat good food, hang out with the family. Um, New Year's was cool. Kind of went out, just did something basic. And then uh, my girl's birthday. I mean, we, we had a whole bunch of things that kind of happened rapid succession. So it was a lot of like traveling trips, flights, stuff like that. So it's kind of good to just be relaxed and be back at the house, chilling, you know, not, not having to spend all the money. Uh, traveling is, I mean, everything got expensive, but, you know, gas got expensive. Traveling got expensive, even more expensive than it already is. Food is expensive. Um, clothes, every just everything is just very expensive, you know, so... It's good just not have to um, spend a whole bunch of money every weekend. So I'm not complaining about that. Um, but yeah, I, it was good. It was a good off season. I rested. I feel refreshed, and I, I'm ready for season five. But how was your off season? My season, off season, my season, my off season was really good. Um, spending a lot of time just like trying to regroup, trying to decompress. Um, you know, work and everything. So I was like trying to, it was towards the end of the year. So of course, um, spent time, went home for Thanksgiving, got to, you know, have Mar spend time with her uh, cousins, um, her uncles and nieces or aunts, not nieces. Um, and then uh, we stayed home for Christmas. So we just had a little, you know, little small thing. Um, my sister ended up moving down here. So she's staying with us. Um, so it's cool. <clears throat> It's cool to have, you know, my part of the family here in Houston. You know, most of uh, my queen's family is all out here, like her parents and, and cousins and uncles and shit. So it was it's it's a little it's a little little sprinkle of sunshine when, you, you know, you, you I mean, I love her family to death. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it's not it's not just my you know, it's not none of my family shit. So it was good to actually have, you know, spend holidays with my family as well as hers. But, you know, just to have a piece of our family, you know, involved with, you know, my daughter and, and our daily activities. So I love that. Um, birthday happened, you know, your boy hit the, the three, one, um, eventful. Um, 
I, we didn't go too much out of town, but we did a lot of stuff in town. We went to the Kansas City Texans game since most of my girls' family uh, Chiefs fans, so I had to sit there in that miserable game, uh, watch <laughs> bum ass Mahomes uh, play well, um, and then we got free tickets to um, Texas Tech versus Ole Miss game. Um, so that was a good game to go. Uh, Texas Tech blew Ole Miss out of the water, but you know, just it was free. We had good seats for both games, so I can't complain about that. And then New Year's, kind of like you, we did something small. Um, I don't know for new listeners, my girl plays in the semi-professional uh, football team, so she, um, her team got together and they did a little '90s throwback or early 2000s throwback for New Year's. So we we participated in that. A lot of family events, just trying to keep it, you know, you know, a lot of people out here dying, getting sick. So I wanted this all this year is all about spending time with, with family and, you know, getting out there and doing stuff, you know, making memories. Uh, New Year's was good. Uh, my resolution's always been, to, you know, to improve myself. So I'm hitting the bar on that, trying to read more books, trying to stay off social media, a little bit, um, of course, you know, with promoting the podcast and all that, it's kind of a little bit hard, but just if it's not business related, I'm not just sitting there spending hours on Instagram, Snapchat and stuff like that. I'm trying to read more, trying to better myself. And then, um, my brother, I will, uh, back when I went home for Thanksgiving, my brother and, and my queen were sweet talking me to join a semi pro team. So, I decided to do that, so I'm working on that. Season's about to start end of March, middle of March, end of March. 18th is the first game, so I'm grinding on that. I'm working with uh, our cousin, Mookie. I'm just working on footwork, agility, all that, and then work's been good. I can't complain. I've been trying to stay positive, you know, all day, every day. I think too many people be all down and Debbie's and, and always thinking negative and then wonder why negative shit always happens. There's no positive. So just always keeping that positivity and that, that light and that love. I'm super excited. We finally got the LLC and everything done. Um, business accounts opened up. So, you know, we're skyrocketing it up for season five. Like I mentioned on my uh, little questionnaire uh, answer thing on YouTube, season five about to be live. You know, I feel that way. Uh, and I believe it. I definitely agree. And you know what? One of the things I always say is uh, people sleep on the nine to fives. Uh, the, the social media age really uh, pushes um, business, like entrepreneurship. And that's fine. You know, that's that's kind of the backbone of America. But, hey, the nine to fives, man, don't sleep on them. You know, they really, the blue collar workers, the office workers, and they, they, they're bloodline of America as well. So, you know, it's nothing wrong with being just a regular person. You know, I, I say that a lot on this podcast because I really do believe that we're pushing too much of uh, being rich and being abundant mindset. You know, that can't be everybody, unfortunately. I mean, I wish it could be, but, it, you know, the life we live, you know, America's just not built that way. So you know, they're going to you're going to have your middle class and that's OK. You're still going to live a good life. You're still going to be able to enjoy yourself just I, I feel like you know we sometimes get lost in the entrepreneurship of uh trying to always be your own boss go ahead facts uh but what i was gonna say is like hey man don't sleep like you said don't sleep on the number five that's uh stability right there you know that's making sure you know you're taking care mm -hmm. of you and yours you know and then you have you know you want to be an entrepreneur and do all, do all that shit on the side bro there's so much things that you can do out here in these streets that you don't have to I mean, yes, if it's something that you love and your passion, you want to give it full force, but don't try to sit here and and go broke and and put yourself in a deeper hole just because, you know, you have a passion. Because sometimes, you know, it, it does take a while for that passion to actually start rolling. I mean, we've been doing this podcast for like two years and we'll, we'll be the first ones to tell you, that, like, this it's not an overnight success, I guess, everyone wishes it could be and makes it out to be. It's a grind. Um, like I mentioned, and once again, in my little interview, that's one thing that I enjoy about the podcast, you know, it's a grind. It's always learning something new. It's always keeping us on our toes. It's like, we don't have everything figured out and we don't have everything perfect, but it's just, 
that continuing work to make it that way. And a lot of people need to learn that. Like having a nine to five doesn't make you a bum. Um, it doesn't make you stupid, uh, slow, uh, loser. Don't let Dame Dash and uh, people out here make it seem like, you know, you automatically just going to be a millionaire. And you can still be your own boss, uh, LLCs and stuff, but you can still do that at your own pace. I just don't want people out here thinking that, you know, they're just because you decide to do your own business that you just automatically going to be rich and famous because it's not going to be that way. Absolutely. You have to start small, get big, you know, and sometimes you don't get big. You you might get medium or, you know, you're extra small and you get to small, but hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, that's, that's the beauty of the, you know, of capitalism is you got some big stuff, you got little stuff, you got small stuff, but the whole point of it is that everyone's supposed to be able to eat, you know, so. And the thing about it is, it's like me and me and the queen was talking about this the other day. And it was like, I like, will it be cool and awesome for us to be rich? Absolutely. Like, I I don't think anybody would sit here and be like, I don't want to have excessive money to where I can fly to fucking Dubai and, you know, you know, slightly be struggling. But I just want to live comfortably, man, to where it's just like, you know, we go on vacations every other, you know, at least once or twice a month. And I'm not broke at the end of the trip, like you were just saying, like it, those those trips rack up. Um, yeah. So if I can, if I can, you know, live to where, I, you know, hey, going to Jamaica for, you know, a week is not going to leave me broke. I'm still going to have excessive money, excessive money when I come back, then I'll live comfortably like that. You know, I don't have to have drive a, a brand new Benz and, you know, like that. I mean, AB over here always be shitting on me about my car, but hey, no car payment and it gets me from point A to point B, so I'm going to rock that bitch barely, out until though. it... There's a difference. Nah, that shit be, be getting me to point A to point B, so I'm going to rock it until, you know, most most true millionaires, they don't be buy, they don't be rushing to buy it every expensive thing that comes out. They keep the same status quo. So, yeah, that's my mindset. Yes. So we got a forever rich mindset over on the Forever Rich podcast, clearly. So uh, we hope you guys also can uh, tap into that mindset and find something for you in, out of this podcast. But um, since we've been gone, a lot of stuff has happened. Uh, we have a lot of stuff going on current day, so we're going to get into some of this stuff because we don't want to keep you guys um, we're still trying to keep the podcast at about an hour. So um, we're going to talk first about, uh, I think I want to talk about this spy balloon stuff. I, I don't know if you've been following it. but I've heard about it, but I don't yeah, um, very interesting. If you guys aren't privy or haven't been paying attention, because I feel like it's not getting a lot of news is uh supposedly this balloon um flying around well was flying around it's supposedly a spy uh balloon sent over here by china and um it was flying around the united states flew over a couple of different states it was over here for about three days before it finally got shot down uh as of today it got shot down over the east coast and they're going to recover the balloon and see what it was like what it was doing or try to figure out what it was doing um but you know, it's crazy to me that uh, you know another country would be that bold to send a balloon, you know, possibly spying on the country openly like that. Um, it kind of makes me a little nervous to, you know, because we, funny enough, we were talking about in Mexico, you know, China going to war with China, and we were just saying like, oh yeah, it's all you know, your military gases some stuff up, blah blah blah, but. We come back and here, lo and behold, they got a spy balloon over the country. So I was like, wow, you know, talk about putting our foots in our mouth, but uh, kind of. But so I'm just curious on uh, what, what you were thinking about this spy balloon situation. When I saw it, I thought it was just a joke. I thought it was a hoax. But uh, I guess apparently people are really serious about it. Um, I think shit's funny. I thought it was like out of all type of technology that China has use in an air balloon it was, it, i guess they were it was going retro like you know like um in in uh that movie battleship uh they had to go like retro type of battle like old school type shit so I'm not, it made me feel like it was basically like look 
the motherfuckers is smart over there. We can't just be sending drones and this, this, and that over to uh, over in the states because they're gonna catch that shit and they're gonna blow that shit out of the water. Let's go old school. Let's get some air balloons and motherfucking cameras and do it the old school ways. I mean, I think they did that in like World War One, if I'm not mistaken. They send like hot air balloons to to spy on um, other countries and shit. I mean, shit's smooth. I mean, I give them credit. Uh, that's innovative. <laughs> Um, I guess. I mean, I, how, I wouldn't. My I only thing that. about it is, it's like, what are you spying on? Like, most, like, are you trying to find out what where planes are? Are you trying to find out, like, I mean, other than that, I mean, I don't know what exactly the, the balloon went over exactly in all, in all totality, but it's like, all you're going to see is some of the countryside and states. Are you going to try to hit some of the states? Because... I don't know. I just everyone's worried about China and this, this and that. Um, me personally, just my opinion, it wouldn't benefit China for us to go to war with them since we owe them so much debt. Since we literally get everything um, from China, um, so I don't see how um, financially that's a smart move for China. And then two, I just it's not going to be a no war on on U.S. turf. Uh, and if it is, then China's bold because you know you're gonna have some rednecks. You, like my thing about it is, is like if you if someone were if China did decide to come to the states and try to you know whatever, try to have war with with America, this that shit's gonna go fucking south on them like a motherfucker because you got motherfuckers living in the swamplands, you got motherfuckers in the country, and you know all the motherfuckers is either prior military or been hunting. Or been doing all type of shit for the all they type of lives. You got so many uh, Republicans wishing a motherfucker would just coming on their lawn. You imagine if motherfucker China try to come out and do some shit like that. So I personally just feel like it's all fucking shits and giggles. Like I just I don't know. I, I could be wrong, and I might put my foot in my mouth and be like, "Damn guys, King Diamond Eye out here wrong." Then a motherfucker, I apologize. This shit's real, but I don't know. I just feel like it's just. It's just some shit to get people nervous and, and stressed out and and worried. I mean, I think that's it keeps us on our toes, but at the same time, it's like unnecessary stress. Because some meal fuckers be really, we were joking about it while we were in on vacation, and it was like motherfuckers really be out here stressing out about shit like that. And it's like, I don't know if it if it happens, it happens. But I'm not gonna, I ain't gonna sleep with one eye open just because motherfucking China trying to do some shit i feel like there's a lot of motherfuckers in, in the u.s that wish a motherfucker would it's like that little that meme or that hot uh yeah the hot meme now where they got uh fuck around and find out yeah hey china if you want to fuck around and find out hey do what you got to do <laughs> yeah it was uh definitely caught my attention um i don't know i i really don't know what china was trying to accomplish either. I, I did think it was weird, but um, it's definitely something we need to, as a country, be aware of just because you don't know. This could lead to something. It may not. You never know. So either way, you know, it's it's definitely something that as a people, we need to pay attention to a little more. I think my thing is, is that sometimes worthwhile news goes very unheard because of like the social media era we live in, we ignore like the more important things for like dumb stuff. Like, uh, like I saw today on post on World Star, people were literally arguing under uh, Offset. They posted a picture of Offset with his dreads. He finally un two strand twisted them and stuff like that. Like he always had styles, and so he had them out like straight, and they were super long. And literally thousands of comments of people just arguing about that's not his real hair. You know, like that's that is what you guys are worried about when there's a fucking spy balloon flying over the country. You guys are worried about if that's offsets real hair or not. Who cares? Literally, who who cares? Who cares? Your, if it's just, your shit was a little long. Your shit right now a little longer than what it was in Mexico. I think you wearing some weave in your shit. Oh, you think I'm wearing? Maybe out weave? here wearing weave, y'all. <laughs> no, first of all, bro, it's called braiding hair. So oh, you. But uh, yeah. So it's like, does it? it that that's the thing about you know the U.S. is we just get so distracted so easily you know and this spy balloon thing is just you know puts it really into full you know captures it for me for us because it's like 
why is that not like the number one thing we're talking about? Why is the number one thing people are talking about is Offset's hair? It's crazy. But um, yeah, it's just it's it's just a strange situation. So hopefully them shooting it down is where it ends and we don't have any more drama. But yeah, I don't know. China want to go to war? Mm, maybe, maybe not. But I mean, they got a lot of people, so I think a lot of people are like, oh. We go to war with China, they got the bodies, but I feel like technology wise, they don't, they, they just what, like, like while we were in, I want to say it's like maybe a decade ago or some shit, they got their first uh, carrier and who gave it to them? America did. You want to know why? Cause it was some old beat up shit that we, we like, this is <laughs> like needed first yeah. for people out here in, in we call you guys civilians, but people, civilians need to understand like, when other countries, like when Al-Qaeda and all them, or whatever, the, the ABC groups out there in the Middle East, when all that that equipment and shit that, you know, we, we basically left in Afghanistan, all that shit was motherfucking shit. We, like, it was, it was like, all right, well, we don't need it no more. Like, it was nothing, nothing that, like, tomorrow they can just come, come up and be like, yeah, we about to start war with America. We know everything to know about each motherfucking weapon, each motherfucking vehicle, everything they needs to know. And when we give shit away, it's most of the time shit that is because we got better shit than what we than that shit. So it's like, why would we just keep this shit stockpiled on our bases when we could just give it to a second world country, let them feel you know a little bit glamorous about themselves, and then of course if something were to happen. We're gonna just blow that shit up because we our technology and our equipment is way better than theirs. So it's just like I don't I, they have the bodies. I will give trying to like and them motherfuckers is I will be watching like have you seen some of them marching videos and shit? Like hey China, Korea, them motherfuckers be on point and they uniforms crisp in the motherfucker. But I just feel like overall. Like, we've been at war so much that China hasn't really been at war. Like, who has China been at war with? They've just been preparing for shit. So, you could prepare all, like, it's like fighting. Like, you could prepare all you want to, but until you get fucking hit, you you don't know what you're going to do. You can game plan, like, oh, if this motherfucker come, come at me like this way, this is what I'm going to do. If this motherfucker come at me like that. Once you finally first, once that fucking first hit gets landed, you don't know what the fuck you're going to do. Because what if it hits you right in the chin? And your chin is soft as shit, and you fucking out, all, but just like that. So, but, um, I mean, it is something to worry about. But at the same time, I just, I maybe I'm just one of them Americans that just feel like nobody can really fuck with us other than Russia. Um, I mean, every, I feel like every year it's always been, oh, U.S. is going to get in into with this country, or U.S. is going to start a war with this country. Like the back end of our career, it was what. North Korea, that was a big scare. And I'll be the first one to tell you guys, it was, hey, we were ready. Like, motherfuckers was like, hey, pack your bags, get ready, because you might be called to leave tomorrow. And, like, one thing America's going to, the military is going to do is always be prepared for every and anything. So if it happens, then God bless us all. But I just think shit's funny. That's, That's just me. Until it happens, it's shit. It's comical. And it won't be funny when yeah, a Chinese but, man is at your door. It won't be funny then. But but he gonna fuck around and find out. Yeah, bro, yeah. I'm gonna be like one of them old. I'm gonna have my uh, helmet, my fucking carrier, and everything. Got my M. I got my AR-15. I got all shotgun and everything. I'm gonna be out here looking like Rambo and shit. Like there he is. Charlie's out there. Like you know. But I don't know. Well, what do y'all think about the spy bloom? I wish we had Grey Bill on here right now because I'm very curious on what he would have to say. But I know we, I think this season we need to actually have more people come come on. Last year we kind of only have uh, Monica, so then we need to. Yeah, we did. We didn't have much. So, uh, what are y'all thinking about the spy balloon? Let us know. Tell us in the comments. Uh, Instagram message us. You can email us. Uh, let us know. Let us know how you're feeling. But uh, we're gonna move on to. Are we done with this one? Yeah. Are we yeah. done with this topic? Okay, I just want to put this out here because I've been waiting for a hot, a hot minute. How about them kings, bitch? You was talking all that shit about my motherfucking kings and out here, and they third in the West, bitch. They third in the West. Almost had two all stars. 
De'Aaron Fox got robbed out of an all-star uh, game. But, yeah, how about them Lakers? You guys got all the motherfucking superstars, half of stars and shit. We ain't got nobody. It's just De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis out here, and we fucking getting wins. Well, I'll say that finally, after 20,000-year drought and decades of draft picks, you Don't guys, matter. Don't finally, matter. it does matter. Put because if you're bad, you're bad. You've been bad so long that you've acquired so much young, good talent that you finally are good. So shout out to the Kings there. I'm not going to hate. You know why? Because, you know, my team is above hating. You know, the Kings, you know, you guys you know, finally having a good season for once. You know, I, I'm not going to hate. You know, I'm just going to let y'all do you what y'all know, do. You want to know why you can't hate? Third in the West. That's fine. Hey, hey, we'll, we'll see. Hey, well, that's all I have to say. We'll see what happens when the playoffs hit. Because one, hey, at least we're gonna be in the playoffs with like hey, we unless, gonna LeBron unless gonna take shit. us LeBron gonna take us there too. We're about to get Kyrie. So unless some shit pop off and go horribly wrong, we're gonna be in the playoffs. We we ain't gonna have to play in the little play in. We're gonna be in the playoffs. But one, you can't talk no shit because the Lakers is doing horrible right now. They can't even they losing by one points, missing free throws and all types of shit. And two that's because we swept the Lakers, and y'all had y'all. We swept y'all without AD. We swept y'all with AD, and we beat y'all without. We had a game without Sabonis, so we only had one superstar, and we still beat y'all. So I just wanted to give my team some credit because you know you was out here. You know I might have to bring, I might have to bring back. You know who wants to, uh, uh, who wants to be a millionaire Laker edition? Since you know your team's doing horribly wrong. You know, I'm gonna have to bring an episode out here with you know your boy out here with a, a blazer and asking, you know, A, B, and C, D questions. So, I just wanted my team. You know, I just want my respect. Respect is who you know. Give us our respect. Like the beam, like the beam. We was screaming at it the the crypto built arena. Like the beam on their ass. Well, look, I'll. I'll give y'all your little props, you know, but there's still a lot of season left. Not even even at the All Star break. We're about so, to be there in like three days. Okay, that's fine. We'll be at the All-Star break. We've still got 42 games after that. Excuse me, 41 games after that. So, no, it's less than that. Maybe like some teams might have like 39, 37 or whatever, but most teams will have played 41 games. So we'll still have, uh, give or take, 41 games. Uh, so we we, we going to see. You're going to see. You're going to see. Yeah, you're going to see. But that since you brought been the a, NBA up. It sh- that should have been the bet. You should have. I should have, you know, have a Kings jersey out and you got to wear Yeah, you should have bet. Kings made the play. You were too scared. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't even have faith. You didn't want to bet me. You, you didn't, didn't even back have faith season. in your own team. You didn't I have faith you, in your own team. I asked you what uh, what was our And bet I said, I don't know. And then you were supposed to figure something out. So why didn't you come? I got to figure everything out. Why didn't you come to me and be like, Let's bet the Kings make the playoffs. No, you didn't have faith in your own team. I now your team winning. Team. So now your team winning, and now you want to act like, oh, let's see the Kings. We do this. We do this. No. Nah. See, I wanted. I waited. I waited until you know we got to we got over you know a certain amount of games past Christmas. What were you specifically? No, nah, I wanted to wait season. until at least because I think we're over forty. Hold on, let me check. I want to say we're over forty-one games. Um, cause it was like the first, they made it, you know, of course ESPN's not giving us our credit that we deserve, but yeah, we, the Kings. <laughs> Hey, put some respect on my team. Cause we win in more games. Yeah. We're at, we're at 51 games. The Kings is 29 and 22. So I wanted to wait Nine and 22 and you're third in the West. Yes. Over. Okay. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to wait until there was at least 41 games, see where we were at, see where we were sitting, because I didn't want to talk shit because we was, you know, we was high, right? We was like, I think at the time I wanted to talk shit. We was like fourth or fifth. I didn't want to talk shit and then jinx myself and then the Kings went downhill from there. I wanted to wait to see, but I was paying, I was keeping track, boy. Like I ain't never, like I ain't never spent so much time on ESPN app for the Kings games in a long ass time, but every game I'd be like, "Oh shit, when they playing? All right, cool. I'm getting all all these updates and everything." Like, boy, put some respect on my team. Hey, I, 
Sabonis is hooping. Darren Fox. I always thought he was a good player. Fox. So I said, and like I said, when we were talking shit about getting you guys getting Ben Simmons, I said Fox was y'all best player and he was actually very good. So it's not surprising to me that he's having a good year. The Sabonis thing, that's a, that's a surprise. Um, and then uh, what's his name? Our rookie. I can't I always fuck up his name. Um, but everyone was talking shit because we traded old boy to Indiana and that boy's hooping. I, I, I know everyone keeps gassing up. What's his name? Pacheco or however his name is for Orlando, but, um, he needs to be in consideration for rookie of the year. Like real talk. Cause he's hooping like he's number yeah, one in three deep. points and three point percentage, three points made defensively rebounds. So they struck gold on him. They I feel like that. he's like a, a Tim Duncan without like, I know Tim Duncan came out of college, like with a high reputation, but I just feel like he's like one of those players to just cause he doesn't, he don't talk like John Morant, even though John Morant can back it up. Um, he don't talk like that. You know, he don't talk, talk shit every five minutes. He's not always in the, in the camera that people like really thought he wasn't going to be that good. Mm. I'll say you guys do have a lot of young, good talent. So, But since we're on the topic of the NBA, one of the other things I wanted to talk about is uh, the King getting the scoring title. Uh, He's 60 as of today. He would have been 63 points, but they're playing the Pelicans today, actually. Let Let me see if they're losing. They probably are. Oh, it's 108, 108. Going yeah, to the fourth quarter. says 106, 106. Going to the fourth, and LeBron has only 17. So it looks like he was on track to break it for the home game on Thursday, but he needed about 30 points. Uh, I think that's what – it's Tuesday that the, I think he's going to break it. I think he – Yeah, if he would have got 30 today and um, and 30 on Tuesday, he probably or 30-something on Tuesday, he would have broke it. But – he only has that is right now. It's the fourth quarter with ten minutes left, and he only has seventeen. I think he'll get twenty five. So he can get at least twenty five. Because they yeah. go who they, they go against the Suns on Tuesday. Who they go against? Uh, Tuesday is the Thunder. Uh, he could definitely get score forty points, forty fifty points on the Thunder. Yeah, uh, he might. That's their last home game. Then they go on like a three game road trip. He ain't gonna and, play. He ain't gonna play those three home game, or those three away games. Lakers, think is, so? uh, the Lakers are gonna. The Lakers I, are doing everything that they can to make sure that it that record is breaked in the crypto build arena, whatever you want to call it. I, I would think they would want to, but um, it ain't looking like it unless he scores forty on Tuesday. So we'll see. But I mean, I would just wanted to feel like, do you think with LeBron passing? What I wanted to ask: Do do you think with LeBron passing? Being the greatest scorer of all time, does this make him the goat? Um, I hate this. Talk, I hate this debate. Um, you can't like I've always said, you can't really argue with Michael Jordan going six and zero in the play in in the finals. However, if I were to start a if if I had LeBron at eighteen and whatever Jordan when he first came out. I would still take LeBron over Michael Jordan, and that's just me. I know people are going to argue and cry and, you know, suck their teeth and do all that type of shit. But I, I personally feel like as much as people like to, you know, oh, Jordan's black Jesus, Jordan's black Jesus, like I like I respected Michael Jordan growing up, but I was never like I want to be like Michael Jordan. When I grew up, I wanted to be like Allen Iverson because when I grew up, Allen Iverson was the truth. Like, to the question, like, hey, I had the cornrows, I had the jerseys, I had it all with uh, Allen Iverson. So Allen Iverson's my low-key goat. But um, I just feel like in all aspects, yeah, his shoes aren't on the same spectrum as Jordan. I, I He'll I as much as LeBron is loved and everything, I don't think they'll ever reach that 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 peak of comparing to Jordan. Just like I don't think Yeezys would ever compare to Jordan. Um, but I think overall, LeBron is killing it over Michael Jordan in all aspects of life. 
like family wise, like who does not want to have a family like LeBron has with Savannah and Bronny and all the other kids. Like that, that that's like for, I know we, we give Beyonce and Jay-Z all the credit in the world for them. You know, they're like the iconic black family with, uh, with Ivy and all that. Um, but LeBron James, fam- the James family is the most iconic black family that we have to this day. Um, and LeBron's winning in all aspects, in my personal opinion. His kids are better than Michael Jordan's kids in basketball. And I feel like in all sports, like he, he's an overall better dad than Michael Jordan was. Um, and even and everyone wants to like, oh, well, Jordan was focused on winning finals. Jordan was fo- winning finals. Yeah, LeBron's doing the same thing, and he's still being an all-time dad. Like he's still going out. To, he's still playing the season and still going out to see Bronny play. And um, I keep forgetting the second son's name, but he still be fucking out there spending time with with his boys, educating them, teaching them how to be better. Uh, business-wise, I mean, besides the shoe brand and owning a team, which LeBron's going to own a team eventually someday. And I feel like he would be a better general manager, better owner than Michael Jordan is with the Charlotte Bob or Hornets now. Um, I don't know. I just, overall, you could, it's, it's just like Tom Brady, like you can't lose having LeBron James in your corner. And I just feel like overall, I I mean, I will never discredit Michael Jordan for, you know, 6-0 and in the finals, but I would really go with LeBron James over Michael Jordan. It's just me, like, in all aspects. Like, you, Michael Jordan was out there smoking cigars, playing golf. You know, if he – LeBron takes care of himself. Like, LeBron was – is Mr. Dependable. Um, you know, Michael Jordan did, you know, with when he got that – I think it was his, what, foot? He had a foot injury where he was, yeah. and he was still going back to UNC playing basketball and shit. You know, LeBron's been healthy. I mean, we've, it wasn't just until now he's starting to, you know, Father Time's starting to catch up with him just a little bit. But overall, he, he takes good care of himself. He doesn't, he's not out in the clubs like that. He may go to a concert or something here and there, but I don't know. I, I support LeBron in all aspects. So, I guess you could call me a Jordan hater. I mean, I really, you really can't because I rock his shoes all the time. But um, I've picked yeah. LeBron. I don't think that makes you a hater. I think, I think the debate should just be looked at as it depends on what type of player you uh, like. That's one. I mean, we grew up post Michael Jordan era. I mean, he was pretty much done when we were like six, seven years old. You know, his career was basically over. So we're a little bit too young to seen him play, and we've grown up in the like Kobe, LeBron, excuse me, era now. So LeBron's always going to be for this current generation and the previous and our generation after us, the people who are like slightly younger, they're going to know who LeBron is. They're not going to know who MJ is besides his shoes and his name. So you've kind of fallen into a, a trap right now where it's like legacy versus recency, right? LeBron is recent. Jordan's legacy. So what do you get? You get a lot of older heads who think Jordan's the greatest because they saw him play. And now they see him LeBron play and they're like, ah, LeBron's not as good as Jordan, blah, 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 whatever. Um, now, you know, it's hard for, as LeBron's career has gone on, though he has not won as much as MJ uh, championship wise, he's proven to be a more durable player, uh, better all-around player than Michael Jordan has. And I agree with you. I think if anyone was starting a franchise, they would want young LeBron. Um, he he gives you the most chance, most consistent chance to win on a year-to-year basis. Uh, hence, see examples, see his 10 final appearances in a row. Granted, he didn't win all of them. Some of that was due to bad teams, bad, you know, other stuff. Uh, but Injuries. Injuries and stuff like that. But overall, Jordan never went to 10 finals straight. He went to three, took a break, went to three. And granted, he did win all of them. So, so, but his finals opponents, if you really go back, they weren't that great of teams. You know, you had the Phoenix Suns, Charles Barkley's Phoenix Suns. You had uh, the Lakers, Magic Johnson's Lakers, but post 
uh, Magic Johnson's retirement. You had uh, the Utah Jazz twice. You know, so you're, these aren't like the best teams of all. LeBron had to face uh, 73 and 9 Warriors. Warriors a ton. Some of these San Antonio Spurs teams that won 60 plus games every year. So, I mean, you look at the competition level. You know, LeBron had it much worse than Jordan. So I, I think really it's, you know, pick of the litter here where it's like, what do you like in a player? What are your moments? Like kind of what age are you? Um, that really will probably determine the answer you get. But my answer now officially is LeBron is the greatest player of all time. I uh, used to teeter. Um, I think Kobe doesn't get a, a lot of love that he deserves in there too. Um, I definitely think Kobe's in the top five. Uh, but... I got to give it to LeBron, you know, the consistent on a consistent basis. This man never fails. He is 38 years old, averaging 30 points a game, basically still in year 28 or year 21 or sorry, not 28 year 20. And, you know, he's, he's hooping still hooping, you know, going to be an all-star again, uh, going to be a starter again. You know, he's most 38 year old players would be sorry right now. Um, so he's definitely the ideal um, model for fitness. He's the ideal model of how you take care of your body. Um, and he's the ideal model of how you handle yourself outside of the court as well. His business, I agree with you, his business ventures have been quite successful. I do agree his shoes won't be as popular as MJ's. I just think Jordan paved that path for shoes. So he's always going to be acknowledged as like the greatest shoe person because before him, people didn't get shoe deals and stuff like that. So now everybody's getting these shoe deals, and some of these shoes are fucking trash. Ugly. See, Go ahead, uh, did you? Sorry, what is that? Jason Tatum's shoe? I think it's Jason Tatum's shoe. Trash. Go did you see yeah. the new John Morant shoes? And I like John Morant, and I like uh, Zion, but them shoes is ugly as shit, bro. I have not but seen John Morant, but they couldn't be worse than the J- Jason Tatum's. Bro, I'm telling you, look at them. They just look like those motherfucking Air Maxes that you have behind you. They look like somewhat <laughs> like that, but in some weird colorways. And then, like, and then like the colors that they selected is just—I don't know if he selected those colors or they were just pushing those colors. But I—I I, I don't know. I don't think these guys nowadays sit down and like work with the companies to make the shoes anymore. I just think Nike will be like, "Hey, we're gonna make a shoe and we're gonna call it." you know, the Tatums, we're going to make a shoe. We're going to call it the Morants. And then they just say, okay. And they sign the deal. I don't really think they put their time and effort into it anymore. I will give, um, except like maybe Kyrie was probably the last one that really sat down and made a shoe. I will give Jason Tatum the benefit of the doubt, just because they're, can you like Carmelo, Dwayne Wade, uh, Ray Allen, like all these players that were signed with Jordan, besides them getting like their own PEs and Jordan in the retros, have there really been a, a signature no. player that had a, a nice ass Jordan shoe? So I like at least with Jaden Tatum, I can understand. But Nike, like come on, like some of the Kevin Durant shoes is clean to the motherfucker. LeBron James, not all of them, but some of them have been super fucking clean. These these uh the twenties, who. Those new, those um, the All Star ones is flame fire, and the ones that first came out, the pink and gray boys. I was like, ooh, the, I even Raven was like, ooh, I need a pair of those. I was like, yes, but like, unfortunately, I didn't get them. But like, especially with Nike, Nike never, Nike usually never gets shit wrong. But lately, they've been fucking dropping the ball, and I, I, maybe it's just because they're trying to go to like this futuristic look nowadays. Because even some of their the new shoes that people will be like. These are must cops. I'd be like, I don't see what you see, bro. Um, yeah, I do see a lot more of a bright color, colorways like heavy oranges and heavy on the like lime greens and stuff. And they do look real funky nowadays. But uh, I just think that's the way fashion's kind of turning. You know, you see the um, the like fashion show, fashion week, and stuff, and like these motherfuckers be looking like they'd be wearing trash bags on their bodies and and quilts and stuff like that like fashion is getting really strange so it, yeah you, know, you it, see uh what i think it was kyle kuzma or somebody was literally yeah. like in a quilted quilted yeah, like sweatshirt quilted, and, and quilted face shirt. mask yeah it was oh. weird and i was then, like what, know, a, 
rate to like, fit what? zero, nigga zero. <laughs> Where the hell did you get this from? Sesame Street and got it. And who's your designer? Oscar the Grouch. Like, what kind of shit is this, bro? Like, <laughs> zero. What is up with this? So yeah, it, it's you know maybe Kanye was right. You know, he, he he was spazzing out, you know, during the off season. But you know, sometimes I'd be thinking. Maybe they could be right about a lot of this stuff. You know, he was talking about the fashion industry and how they're just, you know, copycats and they steal stuff and and stuff and how they try to. Like, I don't know who they stole it from, but they need to give that shit back and pay yeah, them. Give for, that shit back. Yeah, give for, that shit for that back. mistake. But um, yeah. So we got the goat conversation with LeBron, and I want to bring up one more goat conversation because your boy retired again. TB twelve. This time it's for real. He says, "Did it on the beach on Instagram." Uh, I do think it's for real this time. Uh, we had a whole episode last year about him retiring after a lackluster playoff loss, but this year, same, pretty much same, same situation. Made the playoffs, yeah. got whacked. I mean, they had a terrible year this year. I don't but, know uh, how they made the playoffs. To be honest, uh, being in the division. worst division in football helps. Yeah. yeah, you can be eight and nine and make the playoffs, right? So, TB uh, twelve, clearly the go to the NFL. There's, there's no debate. There's no one even close. He has every pretty much record there is for being a quarterback: most wins, most playoff wins, most Super Bowls, most yards, most everything. So, um, but I, I will say this year definitely for the NFL felt like a uh, change of the guard. I don't know about you. I, I just felt like all that. the staple quarterbacks that we've been like seeing for uh, 15 plus years just fell off all of them from big Ben who last season was last year to <laughs> Tom Brady <laughs> to Aaron Rodgers to uh, I, but see, I've been told you that Aaron Rodgers was falling off. He, I don't know how he won MVP, was it last year? He won like yeah. two straight years in a row. Yeah, I don't know how he won it last year because Brady was killing it. I don't understand how you. And then, like I told you, like Green Bay was not going to have a good year this year. Like, not they, after getting rid of Devontae. And... But even then, like Aaron's just not into it. And even now, when he's talking to when he's talking and doing these interviews with uh, Pat McAfee, which that's an awesome ass fucking show. I just don't understand where he like he's always talking about me like oh I think I have a, I'm capable of having another MVP season like bro no one gives a shit about your fucking MVPs anymore like you need to be thinking about a Super Bowl it's like you don't like yeah you got one I'm gonna give you credit because there's like Dan Marino they don't have a fucking suit but Dan Marino is still an all time great but bro you're not you're not to me of all time he's not a top ten quarterback anymore like he's just not like the way that the you say I don't he's know, top fifteen. Throughout history, yeah, you would have to give him top fifteen. But I would say it's in the back end. I, I wouldn't give him top ten anymore. Like the way that he acts and carries himself nowadays is just like he's a fucking tool. Like I used to like low key love me some Aaron Rodgers, and then like of course, but when it came to the debate on who's better, like even with like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady type arguments, like like. You would always say, what about Aaron? What about Aaron? Like, yo, he's a gunslinger. You know, he got that arm and like, you know, he's doing like, all the, you know, the Hail Mary passes and all this. But the more he shows him his true identity, the more I'm like, I fucking can't stand you, dude. Like, you're a fucking tool. Like, yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers definitely lost a lot of points over the last two, three seasons. Um, I think the last couple of years in Green Bay has been uh, tumultuous at best. You know, they're drafted Jordan Love. It didn't try to like it didn't seem like they were interested in trying to win anymore. It seemed like they were more so just trying to spite each other. Aaron and the organization. Like Aaron go on the Pat McAfee show, he say some wild off the wall stuff. And then uh the Green Bay organization do some off the wall stuff in the draft. They like try to get back at him. You know, and that was just a recipe for disaster to begin with. Um, but he should have known it, that so, because they, they did the same thing to Brett Favre. Like, like yeah, they did. They did the exact same thing. But I think Green Bay is getting tired. They've had two quarterbacks now in a row that's done the same thing. As they got close to the end of their career, they tried to basically hold the organization hostage by saying, oh, I'm not going to retire, trying to force them into 
super long and guaranteed contracts and stuff like that, tying up their money. So I feel like Green Bay finally is just like, fuck no, we're fed up with this shit. You know, like we let Brett Favre do this shit for a long time and then we shipped his ass back to Minnesota or to Minnesota. And then, you know, Aaron Rodgers trying to do this shit now, but they're kind of locked in with Aaron Rodgers because he's making 50 million next year. He's going to play. We all know he's going to play. He's not going to throw $50 million away. Even if they're sorry as hell, he's like, okay, I'll be sorry and make 50 million. You know, I'm not, I'm not, he's not tripping. He's not crazy. So, you know, it definitely has hurt him. But my thing more with Aaron, if I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers in the scope of just him as a player playing only, because I think when you're talking about players, you have to kind of take away, uh, the personal off the field stuff, unless it affected it on the field. Now, if it affected on the field, you can take it into consideration. And that's why I think, you know, the NFL hall of fame is kind of bogus is because like, there's a lot of players I think there should be in there and they're not because of the stuff they did off the field, but it wasn't necessarily a reflection of what they were doing on the field. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but Dion. Deion Sanders said it best. Now it's just motherfucking everybody getting in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Fighters. they've kind of changed it to the NBA where it's like everybody's basically getting in. But yeah, I, I think Aaron's still in the top 10. Like, if we're going to compare just the players as a as a thrower of the football, purely just a thrower of the football, he was better than Brady. Just throwing the football. He was better than Brady. He was probably on the same tier as Payne Manning. With nah. the ability to throw, Peyton nah. and Peyton and Aaron were very, very nah. like, god tierly accurate. Nah, you think Peyton's above him? By far, that like, I think he's better than Drew Brees. Oh yeah, I give you that, but I don't. Okay, think, I, don't I, think, I Drew think Drew Brees, Brees is top ten quarterback of all time. Of all time. No, 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 no. But I'm just comparing hundred years time. of football, and you trying to say that you know? I mean, Brees in there though, he was pretty good though, bro. He'd be like nine or ten, if so. I I don't know, man. I I've I've studied. Have to game. sit down and like look. I mean, I can't go off the top of my head, especially because there's some '90s quarterbacks and like '70s and '80s quarterbacks that I don't really know too well. Bro, so. Terry Bradshaw. Like even have you looked at your teams, like yeah, Pittsburgh Terry quarterback. Yeah, Terry, Terry, Terry Bradshaw's Bradshaw up there. Cold. You got Troy Aikman. You got my fucking Joe Montana, Steve Young. You got uh. Dan Marino, you, like there's so many good. Like, that's five right off the back, and that's not even counting their like two thousand quarterbacks. You got Peyton Manning, you got Tom Brady, you got who else? Who else can you put in that that realm? Mm. Right, get back to me. I I I definitely could give you ten quarterbacks that I can argue that are. are who is the dude that played for uh, Seattle for a long time? Um, that we faced in the Super Bowl. Matt Hasselback? I don't know. He's not a top ten quarterback. No, I don't think it was Hasselback. It was. Was it? Yeah, you got Sean Alexander in the backfield. Are you talking about the uh, Big Ben's first Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, that was Matt, uh, Matt Hasselback. Okay. No, um, who else? There's some other greats out there that gunslingers that you just. Well, the point is that my initial point going way back. Was that I definitely felt like this year was a changing of the guard. We're definitely seeing a new era of uh, rivalries, quarterbacks. You know, Joe Burrow once again making the AFC championship game. Uh, so, Eric Mahomes, uh, what's his face from the Bills, Josh Allen, um, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence finally walked, came into his own this year. Tua so had a great year. Who's the new tier then? Who's the new, like, pinnacle? Like, so Mahomes you, is the best quarterback. You got, you got Mahomes Aaron. is one. Hold on, hold on. So you got Aaron and and Brady gone. Or uh, Aaron still he's wishwashy. You don't know what he's gonna do. But you know yeah. you like Who you was? always had you always had those those him Two. and him. You always had Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. You always had Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. So who's the who's the new duo? It's definitely okay. Mahomes and Mahomes Burrow. and who? It's Burrow? Mahomes and Burrow. Yeah. I think it's Mahomes and Burrow, but maybe you could swap Burrow out for Josh Allen. I think there's just something missing with the Bills. Just something. I think Josh Allen is a little could be better than Burrow just because he's bigger than Burrow. He's got a stronger arm than Burrow, so he can do some better throws. But 
I don't know what it is about my Joe honest Burrow. opinion. He he's just so good, but he's not doing crazy stuff. He's just good. It's my really no other way to describe it. On Josh Allen, I feel like he's like a Philip Rivers or a Donovan McNabb, where they're a really really good quarterback, but once it comes to playoff time, they just they choke. They just I don't say choke, but they just. They do something that questions what the fuck were they thinking? Like, like yeah, the pressure gets like, to them. Like the Charles, the- like your Charles Barkley, your motherfucking like those players that are just like so dominant, and you just be like, but then what when happened? it comes, well, I mean yeah. they Charles Barkley did run into them, Michael Jordan, but still, like it just like you, you, your expectations, like everyone had the Bills and Kansas City in, in the AFC Championship for the most part. I think I was. I don't know if I had them. I had Baltimore in because uh, I thought Lamar was going to play. Um, but everyone, like, towards towards the end of the, like, you know, my my boy, Joey Ice, made the comment, uh, you know, get those tickets refund because everyone, everyone expected it to be, the, the AFC Championship to be in Atlanta. It was going to be Chiefs and Bills. Like, that was the expectation. And, I mean, that's on us because you should never expect anything, uh, especially – on any given Sunday, but it was just like, it's just like, I don't know, like his play. And I don't think like Cincinnati did anything spectacular. And it was in there, like it was in their home. It was in Buffalo. It was in their type of atmosphere. I just don't, Man, I don't know. And everything. He's missing something. He just missed yeah. something. I, I agree. I, I said, that's what I was about to start off. Say, I just think there's something missing in, in Buffalo. I just can't put my finger on it, you know? And I know they probably wanted to win really bad because of the um, Hamlin situation and all that stuff took place. And you know, I know the, the Von Miller injury, you know, and that hurt too. Yeah, because Von Miller is a gamer, especially when it comes to the play. I mean, we saw what he did to Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. And Denver. oh, you mean uh, Cam Newton? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, Cam Newton. Uh, we saw what he did to him. So we we know they got big time players. So hopefully next year they'll be better. But then there's that next tier that's really good, but they're not that good, but they're still super good. I mean, you got Lamar, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. Um, who's the dude in the Chargers? Is that Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert. Yeah, he's I think he's a... really good. I, I just think he uh, – they just had a bad year this year. I thought the Chargers were going to be really good this year. So um, my personal opinion is, it's like, yeah, you got to give Mahomes his credit and his due. But like like we we're saying, I don't think he's gonna come close to Tom Brady or you know come to that pinnacle because the AFC is so stacked right now that they've been lucky to make it to five straight AFC championships. I think it was, but I don't know if they're gonna be able to. You know, I one I I'm hoping that Philly just knocks them out. That's because I I don't like Kansas City. I'm just gonna keep it real with you guys, but. Um, I like how Jalen Hurts, and I think Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is not – he's not hes not the greatest quarterback. He's not the best thrower in the world, but he's, he's a, a winner. And he – yes, a great leader, and he mm-hmm. deserves to win MVP for this year because they would have not gotten – their record was – it was Jalen, and, and on they wherever Jalen took them is where they were going to go. And I you've agree. seen teams – uh, the New York Jets, and you've seen other teams where they're a quarterback away, like Baltimore, or not Baltimore, Denver last year. Yeah, last year, where they're like, we just need that quarterback to get us there. And I feel like, you know, Jalen deserves his credit. And, you know, I, I don't know. I always like the underdog. And I just feel like not a lot of people are giving Jalen Hurts his credit. And I just, I just feel like Jalen Hurts deserves his credit. But I don't know. I, I definitely think he deserves his credit. Absolutely. I mean, they're going to the Super Bowl. They're gonna play here in two weeks. So quick question before the, we I, go. Go ahead. There's been a lot of speculation that the um NFL is rigged and there are scripts and stories. What's your opinion on that before we jet out of here? Mm, I won't say it's rigged. I do think um there's some scandal underneath sometimes where like maybe refs getting paid off to make bad calls, such as the roughing the passer call in uh, the um, Bengals AFC championship game. I, I think you just, that gave 
you know, um, Mahomes and then the game. I mean, he was about to kick a, what, 60-yard field goal? And the game was probably going to go into, I mean, no guarantee, but it was probably about to go into overtime. So, uh, yeah, stuff like that will make me, you know, makes your kind of hair stand on the back of your your neck. But I think the NFL wouldn't risk rigging the NFL uh, games like that because if their reputation is excitement. You know, you never know what's going to happen. They play one game, blah, 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 blah. Like, you got to watch. So, you know, I feel like if it was to people were to find out it was like that, um, it would, like, hurt the NFL really bad. You know, they already have some bad publicity with their, you know, lack of black representation and leadership and management roles and stuff like that. So, I, I mean, a rigged scandal would just be, should be the end of the NFL as we know it. So I, I'm a lean towards no. But what do you think? Me personally, playing the game and everything like that, and I what I know, what little I know that these players put themselves through. You know, I, I don't go to their practices every day, and I don't know how their body feels. But me playing football, I know that shit. Like, you could you could say that the refs influence, like the NFL pays the refs to influence a game one way or another. But how, you know, some players were trying to say that, they're, oh, there's a script and you have to follow the script. And I, I don't think anyone, I don't think any player no, would it would do that. But, like, no matter how much money, I'm not going to fucking, you know, put my body through all this pain and endure it for 18 weeks just for a script. Like, you know, like, yeah, no. being rich and, and I famous think isn't that also, worth it. I also think if that was true, some that we would have came, somebody was somewhere would have came out. Especially somebody who's spiteful at the NFL, who felt like their career got AB, robbed. AB, yeah, AB would have been the first person to come out. I think. Yeah, and someone like Antonio Brown or something like that, or even Colin Kaepernick. Man, I mean, his I career got cut short, and it wasn't really fair. So, I feel like something like that would come out. Um, I just think the NFL is a pro-white league when it comes to you know ownership and the majority of the money, and you know like. Everything else after that is just based upon, you know, what team is going to bring us the most revenue. That's the team we're going to try our best to, like, put on TV the most or put in the most situations to win because we want them on TV. They may not be rigging the games, but they're going to do their damnest to get their best rated teams, you know, on TV and on the spotlight. Me personally, I think once uh, Brock Purdy went out and they saw that the Eagles game was a landslide, I think they were shooting for Kansas City to make it. Because then what's the biggest headline right now? It's, oh, it's for the first time in NFL history, two, two black, black quarter quarterbacks are going are going to be yeah. playing against each other in the Super Bowl. So I feel like after that, that was kind of like the domino effect. Like, hey, you know, you got some people, you know. You got to find a headline. I didn't watch. I didn't watch the can. We didn't. We watched a little bit of the Kansas City game while we were on vacation. But a lot of people were saying something about like Kansas City had like three third downs or some shit like that. Some like something of that nature, or it's like something happened where they had a repeat of third down, and then they ended up getting the first down where they didn't get it at first. So then it would have been a punt. So so I don't know. Um, I do think that you know certain ways, just like. Um, that New Orleans Rams game a couple of years ago where that PI that was blatantly pass interference and they didn't give it to it. I think that was just because it was a better storyline for, you know, the new Rams and new Los Angeles Rams making the Super Bowl than uh, you know, New Orleans. Like they didn't they didn't feel like that. Yeah, was the good. Saints. Yeah. Like I said, I, I feel like they try to get their, you know, ratings is ratings, right? You want your Two best teams slugging it out. That's going to be the highest ratings you can get. And it's no different from the NBA. You know, if they could get LeBron and Steph Curry to face each other every year, that's what they're going to do. You know, I mean, that's just what they want. Those are going to be the highest rated games you can get. You know, they, they do ratings. So that's just how sports are. It's all about the money, y'all. So whatever the bottom dollar is. You can bet the bottom dollar, your bottom dollar, that they're gonna go with their bottom dollar. So that's that's how I feel about that. But we're not gonna keep you guys any longer. We hope you enjoyed the first episode of season five. Like we said, we appreciate y'all who was hanging on, waiting for us to return. We're back. We have a whole bunch of new content on the way. Um, we got 
a vlog up now on our New Orleans trip. So if you follow us on our YouTube channel, you can go check it out. Uh, got some pretty good footage, so we hope you guys enjoy that. We got our business Mexico trip vacation coming up now in a couple, maybe a week or two. That should be out on our YouTube platform. We are on TikTok now. Um, yes. So you can follow us on TikTok at Forever Rich Podcast. We post clips and stuff and snippets so you can kind of see uh, what episodes, you know, might be coming out of, of the week. If you want to hear, you know, maybe a clip of what we talked about, check out our TikTok. Uh, still follow us on Instagram, Forever Rich Podcast. We're on IG. You can find us on Facebook, uh, Forever Rich Podcast. Or you can follow us on uh, email if you'd like to have something to say you can email us at forever rich podcast at gmail.com uh, we would love to have you guys on the show so if you have something you want to talk about please let us know uh, we are always open for discussion conversation debate whatever you want to talk about we talk about it we got it for you so please check us out if you enjoy this content share it with your friends your family you know uh, get us out there you know we're, we're trying to grow so that we can give y'all better content. So that's what we're trying to do. So we appreciate you guys, size and all you do. Anything else you'd like to add? Preach, preacher. Um, as always, I'm going to say it till the day that we we close down for good. Positive mindsets make positive outcomes. This is the Forever Rich Podcast. We appreciate y'all listening. Newbies, if y'all want to check in on it, see what we're about, go listen to season one through four on every podcast platform you can think of so uh we also have some on uh youtube last season wasn't on youtube uh we're gonna bring it back for you guys because we did get a lot of good reviews for our youtube videos um but yeah stay tuned man like we're super excited for this season and like the other seasons were like we were glad to be back but this one we i don't know it's a different di- different atmosphere di- different aurora like you know like uh when charlie murphy was doing the charlie murphy story and he was talking about prince and he had that aurora behind him and he was doing all this that's how this new season feels like it just feels like it feels like something different but quality different like a new game changer type shit so please listen tell your friends Tell your friends to tell their friends and their mamas and daddies because this one's going to be a good one this season. But that's all I got. Deuces. Peace out, y'all. Have a good week. And check us out next week. See y'all there.